Good morning. Good morning to you. This is Pip Coleman coming in to do the Find Your Soul show. And today we're continuing our conversation about being a curious soul. And this, this time we're going to talk about being curious and creative in terms of our job, the thing we do for money. <laughs> so <clears throat> I'm going to give you a few little tips. I'm going to talk about my story, which hopefully will help you to get a bit of an idea of how things could go for you. And I'm going to share with you some affirmations about work and, uh, and being creative from Louise Hayes and Cheryl Richardson's book, You Can Create an Exceptional Life. And um, I want to, today I want to give you a permission slip. It's, um, it's one of Elizabeth Gilbert's things uh, about if you feel like you don't have permission to be creative, to do what you love, to share your joy and your passion with the world, then that's something that you've been told or perhaps you've started to believe when you were a child um, and that's not actually the truth. So I want to to give you a permission slip. The permission slip, hard to say. <laughs> Almost said permission ship. I'm not quite sure what that is. But um, you are allowed. You are allowed to choose what you'd like to do. You are allowed to love what you do for your work, for your life. And you are allowed to be creative. You're allowed to have fun. Um, you are allowed to get out there and be all of who you can be. And being curious is the, is the starting point of that. Because if, for example, you've just done what you think you should be doing and all your life you've been just kind of, you know, I should do this, I should do that, I have to, you know, if you have those sorts of words in your vocabulary, I, you know, I, you know, I have to go and do this or I should do that. Those sorts of tasks that you're doing that are coming from that space, are coming from that space of um, obligation. And, the, and generally, not always, sometimes we have things that um, we have to do or that we should do that we love, but generally that language tends to be saying that we're not really that excited about what we're going to do and, um, and there's some sort of you know, preconceived idea about um, fulfilling an obligation that's, that's in there. So let's, let me tell you a little bit about my story in terms of me getting creative and getting curious so that, that has led to where I am now, which will, which will give you a bit more of an idea of what I'm talking about today. So <clears throat> at a, at, for a long time, I um, thought that what I wanted to do in the world was uh, around psychology. I went to university and I learned psychology and I thought that I was gonna be a, a psychologist. Um, and then I got to the end of the psychology degree and thought, this is, this is really limiting. I, I feel like I need to do something else. And so 
I, I chose something else to do that was, I felt was more in line with what I wanted to do next, which was I wanted to travel. So I had two things that I really loved when I was younger. One was people, understanding people, and the other thing was travel. I really wanted to travel. I wanted to get out of Tasmania and travel the world. So what I did was I did a postgraduate degree in tourism, tourism management, tourism marketing, and thinking that I was gonna move more into the travel area, perhaps use my psychology skills as well with the people that I met, but I wanted to explore that idea of working in travel. So I did that degree. That degree or that postgraduate um, course, that two-year course, didn't actually give me <laughs> what I thought it was going to give me in terms of learning how to work in travel. It was, it was not what I expected. So anyway, needless to say, at the end of that degree, I um, decided to travel the world with um, a boyfriend at the time. And we went to Africa, we went to um, South America, we went to, uh, sorry, not South America, we went to, um, that was another trip. <laughs> we went to um, Europe, we went to England, we went to Scotland, we went to um, Southeast Asia on the way home. It was, it was a round the world trip that really opened my eyes in terms of um, just seeing the world and in a whole new way, literally seeing the world. And so that was really interesting for me to actually get um, that worldview and it really sparked a fire in me about, you know, how I could travel some more. So I started thinking about how, how could I keep traveling and working at the same time? So I was back in Australia going, there has to be a way that I can work and travel at the same time. So I was, um, looking at different jobs that I could do. And so I worked in, in a travel agency, I worked in sales, I worked in a few different jobs that was, was sort of like, okay, so I need money and I need like access to travel. I need to be able to travel, I need time to travel. So after um, a little while, I did another trip on my own to South America and did this huge expanding kind of trip by myself, which was really um, intense and cool at the same time. So when you choose to do something completely on your own, there's something different that happens when you are exploring the world by yourself rather than with a partner or with a friend. When you have to make all the decisions for yourself, when you're allowed to make all the decisions for yourself, when you have permission, to make all the decisions for yourself. So interesting what you choose to do. So that trip to South America was a big eye-opener for me. And I also had some spiritual type experiences as well. I had some connecting with the universe moments. I was sitting in Machu Picchu having a feeling of, oh my God, there's something bigger than just me and my little life. There's something bigger. And I also had a feeling that I had been there before, that there was a past life connection that I hadn't really thought about too deeply before, but I felt like I'd lived there before, that I'd been in that space before, that there was a, a memory, a, a cellular memory, um, a spiritual memory that was there. So 
that was amazing for me to have those experiences and it happened a few times on that trip by myself um, not so much on in fact I don't remember on the trip with my partner at the time a few years prior I don't remember having those sorts of experiences uh, maybe because there was that person to bounce off all the time and so I didn't have much time on my own um, and sometimes we need that time on our own to get that like, oh wow I'm connected moment so after I did that trip overseas I then started looking at even more I was more excited even more excited about having a job that allowed me to travel and have those sort of connected moments and so I ended up getting a job working on cruise ships which some of you already know because you've read my book um, Finding My Soul at Sea which is a little mini memoir of the time that I worked on board ships and what I did in that environment was initially I just went in because I wanted to travel and I wanted to have fun and I wanted to be paid for my time while I was traveling and having fun and so that job satisfied that perfectly it was great I went to a lot of places that I never would have chosen to go to that were amazing around the Caribbean around um, America around um, uh, you know all around the the eastern coast and the western coast of America just places that I just Mexico you know places that I wouldn't have chosen to go to necessarily Costa Rica yeah uh, it was really really cool Panama I'm just having moments here of like, well, I went here and went there. And that space was really cool because it allowed me to, to explore what I thought I really wanted, which was to travel, meet people and get paid. And in that space was when I realized that that's not all I wanted. That's, that's not all that I wanted. I wanted to have a more connected, more spiritual, more in line with my soul experience. And so to do that, I started to think about how can I bring those spiritual slash soul type things into my experience? How can I do that while I'm working on a cruise ship? Um, and so I decided that I would bring in, I asked the managers if I could do some meditation classes and some personal development type classes on the ship as part of the program, as part of what we were offering the guests as part of the free program, the entertainment program, you know, as a well-being type of um, offering. And they said yes, um, as long as it improves the ratings and the guests like it and it's not too woo-woo. <laughs> because obviously they, you know, didn't want to get into too much murky waters that, you know, if you uh, start doing, you know, witchy spell ceremonies on a ship, <laughs> they might have been a bit uh, upset with me if I started doing that. So, that you know, I was doing it in a mainstream kind of way, but I was doing it before it became a thing on cruise ships, which um, was quite interesting for me because that idea was obviously floating out there floating out there in the universe and in the water and so I I grabbed onto that and that was what I started to do so today what I wanted to share with you is that that space of being curious being willing to be creative 
being open to the possibility of bringing the thing that I love into my workspace led to me being able to bring some soul and some spirituality and some sanity back into a space that was really superficial and um, fun, though it may was to be there, it was very much surface level. And so that brought back the soul, that brought back the heart for me into that space. So if you're looking for some way to bring the soul, the spirit, the heart, your purpose into your space, into your life, what I'm asking you to do today is to think about how you can get creative and bring those parts of yourself into your space in a way that will help you to bring that sanity and that connection between the head and the heart into your life. And what eventually happened was people who were, were the guests who were coming to my classes started to say to me, you could do this on land as a job. You could do this on land as a business. People would pay you to come and you know, do this personal development, to come and do these meditations, to be more connected with themselves, not just here on this ship. And I was doing it for fun, sort of, to a degree. But then when I realized that I was actually affecting people in a really significant way and that those people would think that it was valuable in the greater world, it started to shift my perspective about how I could do what I love in the world and how I could actually do it at home when I got home from ships. So that's how it's evolved into what I'm doing now, which is coaching people uh, and doing meditation classes and doing natural therapies and bringing that divine alignment into people's lives, reminding people that they are divine, that we are all divine, that we all have this connection to the, uh, the our spirit and our soul and our um, higher self, that we all have that ability to be connected. And if you can bring that more into your space, then you will have a happier, more peaceful, more loving, more joyful, more connected and um, aligned life. So this, this is interesting to me because when I suggest this to people in terms of, you know, how can you bring your self, your, your joyful self, your, your creative self, um, your true self into your space, sometimes people get a bit scared about that. They get a bit like, oh, you know, my boss wouldn't let me do that. My my colleague, colleagues wouldn't be cool with that. My friends would think that was weird. Um, that might not work. And, and I agree in some circumstances, it might, not be, it might not be appropriate to bring certain things into a workspace. Um, so if you're trying to work out how to bring your type of creativity, your type of passion, into your workspace, or you're trying to work out how to re replace yourself, replace, 
that's interesting. Just move yourself into a space of doing the thing that you love and not being at your work anymore. If you're wanting to change where you are, then have a chat to me um, privately. Like send me a message and, and we can have a chat about how we could actually move you into that space in a more effective way. Because sometimes it's hard to look at how you can objectively reframe something if you don't bounce those ideas off somebody else because you're only coming from your own perspective. Also, you've got blocks, you've got um, excuses, you've got um, old ways of being that are gonna come up. When you try to do something new, you're going to have things that will come up. Doubt will come up. Our friend Doubt um, will come up and say, you can't do that, you can't change things, you can't take your um, idea of being creative, your beautiful meditation or your beautiful um, you know, way of um, creating in the world into your job. How can you do that? That's, you've never done that before. So that's normal. <laughs> that's a normal, a normal thing to do. So um, I want to encourage you to reach out and, and let me help you to reframe this so that you can do it in a really loving and gentle and um, supportive way as you move into that that new space of bringing yourself in. And if it really, really doesn't work, if it really, really doesn't work to bring your creative self into the job that you're doing now and you'd like to transplant yourself into a new job or you'd like to move yourself into running your own business or and doing that creative thing outside of the job that you're doing now, then I can definitely help you to do that. So reach out and, and do that. Um, but what I'd like you to do is grab a pen and I'd like you to list on a piece of paper, just do a bit of brainstorming, a bit of a brain dump onto a piece of paper of the joyful things that you like to do, the things that you like to do that you'd love to be doing all the time. What are, what are the things that would really um, get you, what, what really lights your fire? What's your... What do you get excited about? Is it drawing? Is it, you know, what are the creative things? Okay, we're looking for creative things, things that, that get you excited. Do you, do, do you love scrapbooking? Do you love um, singing? Do you love dancing? Do you love um, organizing? I know a friend of mine is just super good at organizing and she was once working for a photography company and she organized all their files and she organized all their um, reception and she organized, you know, everything. <laughs> and um, hi, Jodie. <laughs> oh, sorry, you've had trouble catching, <laughs> had trouble finding me. Um, hashtag replay, my friend. So yeah, so my friend was organizing everything in her job. And so what she ended up doing was she knew that that was her strength. She had a really, um, she loved organizing, loved label makers and loved all of that. So what she ended up doing was she started working for um, a company that was organized people's offices for them. So she went looking for a company that was employing people who love to organize because that was what she was good at. So she went out and she started 
um, organizing so she would be employed. She was employed by this company to go to people's businesses and organize their files and organize their office and get their um, space streamlined so that it was like really super like efficient. And that was really cool and she really loved it. She thought that was amazing and, and loved it. And that was something that she'd always wanted to do was organize all the time for her job. And how cool is that? Because there are lots of people out there, remember, there are lots of people out there who don't like what you love to do. There are lots of people who don't like to organize and my friend is really good at organizing and so she was satisfying a need because people were like, oh, I can't stand organizing. Like, I just wanna do my business. I don't wanna to have to organize everything. And she was like, I love to organize. And did you see what I mean? So there was a, um, a match there. There was a, a niche for her. Same with you, what you do, what you love to do. There's a niche. And it's all about finding your puzzle piece, your matching puzzle piece for your job or what it is that you'd like to do in the world. So the first list that we're doing is all the things that you love to do, all the things that you're good at. Um, now remember, the things that you're good at might not necessarily be the things you love to do. So you don't wanna be in a job where you're good at it, but you hate it, like you hate doing it. So we wanted to, a list of the things that you love to do and, and don't censor yourself at this point. We don't wanna be going, oh yeah, but nobody's gonna to wanna, to, you remember? Because there might be somebody out there who can match you. So write down all the things you love, all the things that are joyful. Then on the second list, on the other, another page or another, an, on another column, we're gonna write down and start to research. Obviously you might not be able to do that in this moment while you're talking to me, but we're gonna research companies and places that have, places to work, people maybe that you can think of that have those sorts of things in their business. So let's say for example, that you loved natural products. You love playing with makeup that's natural. You love um, skincare products that are natural. You're really into um, environmentally friendly products, okay? And you love to play with them. You love to talk about them. You, you just really love using them. That's that's your thing. You're like, that's something that you're really passionate about. You wouldn't might not think that that was something that you could do as a job. However, if you think about who are the companies out there who have, use, or sell, or market products that are environmentally friendly, made from natural products, you know, that are vegan, gluten-free, whatever it is that's your thing, the thing that you're really passionate about. Let's say, for example, the body shop, okay? The body shop has natural products made from, you know, environmentally friendly things, you know? So the body shop is a potential company that would marry with the things that you love to do. Okay, so that, that's just an example of how you can do this. Let's do another example. So, or you could give me an example if you have. <laughs> um, but another example might be, let's say you're really passionate about, and I'm talking about you know moving into another job that ha is a company 
that does what you do, but you could go out there and start to serve clients yourself as, a, as your own business. You could start your own business. So um, let's say, for example, that you love to draw. You love to draw and you love to do um, all sorts of, um, maybe you're really good at drawing faces or you're really good at drawing people or animals, you know? And so what sorts of companies need people who can draw? You know, there are people now who are professional cartoonists who work for places like Pixar and, you know, big movie companies. I was watching um, a, a cartoon movie the, um, the other day and they were showing how they made, they had in the extras part, they had the bit, how they made the, the movie. And the first part of making a cartoon, you know, Pixar movie was to draw they had someone come in and draw all of those characters in pencil you know they were drawing them and making them and then they then they digitize it afterwards so even now in the digital age you can still get a job as a in in the artistic field yes you do have to be really good at what you do, but if you love something and you do it all the time, you're gonna get really good at what you do. So that means that you can move into that space. And then you have to put yourself out there. You have to actually contact the companies and, and show people your work, right? So, and that's another level of, of coaching. So that's where a coach like me can help you because once you've actually worked out what it is that you want to do and you match and marry your skills with another company or with a, a business idea or, you know, something that you'd like to do out there in the world, then you need to actually make contact and start to move towards that goal. So I'll give you an example of, of moving into a business space, right? creating your own business for yourself, for example. So let's say for example that you're really good at um like i was really with my story i'll use my story because it's easier so i really wanted to teach people meditation do reiki and bowen therapy and um coach people so i wanted to help them to get live a better life you know to to be connected to their divine self now there's there's some companies out there that do 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 do, do do, who do that. Um, and I could have worked for some of those companies. I could have applied to some of those companies. Um, and but what I decided to do was try and do this on my own. So I had my job for a while and I was doing my side hustle of running the meditation classes and advertising them in the community notice boards and online and doing the therapies and, you know, putting the word out to my friends and family and then gradually expanding and expanding. And then I discovered that there was something called the NICE program, the N-I-E, sorry, the N-E-I-S, New Enterprise Incentive Scheme, which is something that the Australian government offers for anyone who's on Centrelink. You can do it for free. You can transfer over for free if you have a business idea that you would like to explore and expand on and get help with and what the new enterprise incentive scheme does is it helps you to write your business plan 
and get your business idea fleshed out and ready for going out into the world. Now, you can do the new Enterprise Incentive Scheme, the NICE program, and you can pay for it if you're not on Centrelink. Um, but if you are on Centrelink and you want to transfer over, you can, you just have to apply with your business idea. So I applied with my business idea of the meditation classes and the Reiki and the um, Bowen therapy. And I said, this is what I wanna do in the world. I want to um, offer people these classes and I want to do these therapies and I want to know whether or not that's a viable business idea and how would I do that? And so they take you through a small business management course and help you to write your business plan. Now, that's something that I wouldn't have known how to do had I not had this opportunity um, offered to me, shown to me, somebody suggested that I do it. So if you have an idea, if you have things that you'd like to do, if you want to um, get out there in the world and do the thing that you love and there isn't a company that's available to you or the company that is, a, is um, connected or linked to that is in the United States or it's in a, another country that you can't access right now and obviously you might be able to in these times with online. Now a lot of people are working online, a lot of people are doing digital, um, um, you know, work. You know, you could be drawing, you could be creating, you could be doing lots of things by distance. You know, you don't have to be right there anymore. So there's such a huge world of opportunities that are now opening up because we're going online. And, you know, you could say that COVID has been a bad thing for lots of people and it has in in some ways it has been uh, it has been a very difficult time for a lot of people and i want to say to you that there are opportunities now that we've not had before there are opportunities and possibilities now that allow us to expand and be available and accessible around the world and you could be missing you could be missing your opportunity to share your light, to share your divine self, to get yourself out there if you don't think a little bit outside the square with what you're doing. So that's where I'm coming from today. <laughs> I hope that makes sense to you. And, um, and I wanted to give you a little, um, a couple of affirmations from, from Louise Hay about work and about getting yourself into that space of positivity. One of my affirmations at the moment that I really love is, is this. So you can write it down if you like. Who I am and what I offer is profoundly necessary to the well-being of all. I'll say that again. Who I am and what I offer is profoundly necessary to the well-being of all. And that is really important to remember. You might want to put that on the back of the toilet door because we are we all have our unique gifts and we all have something that we can add to the world. We all have something that we can share with the world. So be um be open and and let this be your permission slip to go out there into the world. So 
Here's a couple of um, more affirmations that you might like to use from Louise Hay. I work in creative collaboration with smart, inspiring people on projects that contribute to the healing of the world. I'll say that one again, I really like this one. I work in creative collaboration with smart, inspiring people on projects that contribute to the healing of the world. I have wonderful relationships with everyone at work, including blah, 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 and you say the person's name. I have wonderful relationships with everyone at work. I'm surrounded by wonderful co-workers. All my co-workers are just a delight to be with. We have so much fun together. I have a wonderful relationship with my boss. I always love where I work. I have the best jobs. I'm always appreciated. I release this job to the next person who will be so glad to be there. That's really interesting. If you decide that you're going to leave your job, think about it this way. You're moving on to your most amazing next job. You're moving on to your most, um, you know, your next highest vibrational space that you can be in. And your job is somebody else's next highest vibrational job and they'd be so glad to be there. So if you move into your higher space and your higher job and your higher purpose, somebody else can move into your job and that's theirs. So there's, there's nothing to lose from moving into your higher space, into your um, more aligned space. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'll say that again. I release this job to the next person who will be so glad to be here. I accept a job that uses all my creative talents and abilities. And I would change that as well to, I create a job that uses all my creative talents and abilities because you are the creator of your universe. You are the co-creator of your life. I am the co-creator of my life. There's a good affirmation to say. This job is deeply fulfilling and it's a joy for me to go to work every day. I work for people who appreciate me. The jo perfect job finds me. The perfect business finds me. My new job is the perfect location and I earn good money for which I'm deeply grateful. My new business is in the perfect location and I earn great money for which I'm deeply grateful. So you might have to re-listen to this <laughs> to write down those affirmations or create your own affirmations. But one of the really important things is to come from that space of possibility, come from that place of curiosity and come from that place of giving yourself permission to find the thing that you're excited about and when you find the thing that you're excited about and you move towards it, somebody else will move into your space. So please don't feel guilty about leaving your job if that's what you wanna do, because somebody else will be so glad and grateful to have that job and you'll be so glad and grateful that you moved on to your new and exciting true purpose, whatever that might be. What's your next thing that you're gonna do? I'm so excited for you. So if you have any questions, if you need some assistance, if you 
wanna ask me uh, about coaching to help you to move into that space, to help you clear any blocks that you might be having around the fears of moving into your, um, your true aligned self, then let me know. You can go to pipcoleman.com to my website, or you can go to Pip Coleman Author Coach and, uh, and on Facebook if you like. Um, I'd love to talk to you. Please let me know how, um, how you go. Write your comments underneath this video or you can send me a PM. I'd love to hear from you. This is so cool and I always enjoy being with you. And next week, we're going to be moving into a new month and that means a new topic that we're going to be talking about. Next month's topic is worthiness, worthy soul, how to be a worthy soul, how to feel more deserving and um, of your highest good because we are all worthy. I look forward to talking to you next time. Have a great week. Thanks for joining me and I'll see you soon. Bye for now.